0: John, and hello, everyone. My name is Jonathan Dornbusch. This is Loki. Hopefully, his cuteness is helping you get through what we just watched, which was a state of play from PlayStation, and we have some games to talk about from it, uh, and some other news from PlayStation this week. We're going to talk about our reactions to that state of play, and much more. My dog is not happy with me holding him like this song. to put him down. You might see him later in the show. But in addition to Loki joining me this week, I'm joined by a wonderful panel. I'm very excited to introduce to you all. I'm joined this week by Mark Medina.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Hello, Jada Griffin. And Lucy O'Brien.
2: The highlight of the state of play was absolutely your dog.
1: Thank <laughs> you so much.
2: I mean, he, he's the highlight of most of my days, so. I get absolutely. It. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I would, wasn't I wasn't sure
1: if first. I could feel joy again and <laughs> well out. I can
0: <laughs> Loki is here to make that happen uh, and yes we are of course uh, for those who are tuning in live thank you so much for joining us for a live reaction to the state of play that we just watched which was of course primarily focused uh, or entirely focused on third party games uh, some new game announcements in there some release date announcements uh, some very cool indies from earlier this year getting a PlayStation releases as well uh, and so we'll dive into a little bit of the specifics there, but uh, I do think, of course, it is worth addressing our overall feelings on the show. And, Mark, uh, I'm gonna join, uh, I'm gonna throw yeah. to you first actually to uh, yeah, you think,
1: uh, sometimes, uh, let, let's just say the last PlayStation showcase, obviously, the big one, the one that should have been during around E3, uh, that one made me overwhelmed, and this one, uh, this one left me very whelmed. I'm, I'm incredibly welmed right now. I can tell you that.
0: Yeah, if it's if it's possible to get that uh, that meme gift from I believe Clueless in in uh, State of Play form, it kind of was this. Uh, Lucy, I'll throw to you next. How did how did you feel about it?
2: Yeah, I mean, this is the thing with these State of Plays is like it's it's such a grab bag. Um, you never quite know how big it's going to be because uh, PlayStation's messaging is always so vague. I think we should have kind of taken the hint when they dropped that. You know it was going to be really focused on little devil inside. I think that they were saying there, this is the big one guys. Like this is the, this is our big closer. Um, because you know, if your expectations were even medium high, uh, I think you would have been a little disappointed in that state of play. And again, it's a messaging thing. I think that the games we saw were perfectly fine. Some of them looked pretty cool. Um, I actually really liked the, you know, the the deeper dive into Little Devil Inside. I think that one um, is is, going to be great. But yeah, Yeah. it's a messaging thing. It's confusing and and that's why we always end up sort of feeling a bit like, unless it's as Mark said, that big explosive kind of state of play. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's particularly hard to, to come off of the last one where we got reveals like Wolverine, KOTOR and all of that. And obviously they did. Uh, I, I think as you both sort of mentioned, did message. This was third party focused, but even yeah. still, I think there was this hope of like, well, we know Forspoken is coming. Final Fantasy 16. Final is coming. Fantasy
2: 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, mean, I I heard Mark swear under his, under his breath when the square Enix, logo popped up but it wasn't yep. to be it wasn't to be
1: yeah i i'm i'm happy that jada is excited we'll go into that later but yeah when square enix popped up i was like here we go time to save the day <laughs> and then instantly it was like you know a girl on a on a spaceship and i was like wait hold on hold on oh, guys I thought I, for I, sure. i'm surprised we didn't see like Stray. like Stray yeah. is mm-hmm. like very around the corner and that's one of those like indies that people are extremely excited for but uh I've, we didn't even get that.
0: Well, not Wait. even just Stray, but, you know, that's being published by Annapurna, but so is Solar Ash, and Solar mm-hmm. Ash was supposed to come out this week until it got delayed till December 2nd, and this is, theoretically, I'm going to, I don't think it's a crazy bet to say this is probably the last state of play before then, and it's kind of surprising that wasn't there either. Uh, it was an mm-hmm. interesting one. Uh, Jada, I do want to throw to you, our producer did mention that you might be muted, so just double check that you were unmuted at this point, but uh, feel free to jump in with your thoughts uh, overall about the state of play before we get into specific civics
3: appreciate the people behind the scenes because I definitely was um, <laughs> um, I'm really actually you know what it was I'm cautiously op- optimistic after this uh, state of play there wasn't anything that was like a certified banger um, but Star Ocean is going to be really cool for the RPG fans to kind of tide us over until Final Fantasy 16 gets there there's been you know so much uh, fanfare looking for Five Nights at Freddy Security Breach which we finally got a look at today um, Little Devil Inside like everybody's saying that one's been kind of of has been dormant for like almost a year for the most part um so it's exciting to see more on that um but yeah and then king of fighters you know there's another fighting game coming down it's kind of the besides guilty gear it's the next fighting game for the next gen type consoles um mm. so i i'm cautiously optimistic um i wouldn't say there's anything that was like oh my god i gotta go out and buy right away but uh maybe star ocean we'll see as we get closer to whenever that ends up dropping yeah, and I
0: uh, definitely do want to get to a couple of those specifics. Uh, so to start it all off, I think of the big games that we saw there, I'll just mention, of course we, we can get to Little Devil Inside, which closed the show, uh, but I will mention, at least personally for me, uh, I was a huge Bugsnax fan uh, so to get Bugsnax uh, The Isle of Big Snacks, which I think is a wonderful title, uh, that is a new free expansion, which I think is really awesome, uh, mm-hmm. coming to players in 2022 so if you already own Bugsnax uh, it'll come with a new biome. Buy- to explore uh, a dozen fresh bug snacks to capture and feed to your friends, uh, over 100 challenges and 30 quests, and nearly 200 decorations to collect and display. Uh, because of course, uh, they also showed in the trailer that you will be able to get your own sort of uh, shack uh, in the the Bug Snacks Village and be able to build that up and decorate it yourself. Uh, if, if anyone else is a huge Bug Snacks on on the panel, uh, if you're if you're a huge fan, I shouldn't say if you're a huge Bug Snack, but if you are, please <laughs> let me know. You have I, to tell
1: me. I wish I like that they have hats now hats are great. um yeah. hats are <laughs> I, I like I, I would love for bug snacks to become like the playstation animal crossing which kind of feels like it could go in that direction like i know it kind of has like pokemon vibes but mm-hmm. like if it becomes this thing where it's like it's this world you get to just live in and like decorate and you have a house and you can dress up your bug snacks and stuff like that which kind of looks like the direction it's going uh i'm actually kind of down for that
3: I loved Bugsnax. I put a lot of time into it when it first dropped. And I'm excited to revisit and kind of do some more stuff with it. Like, I really like the Animal Crossing vibes of, you know, kind of customizing your town and stuff like that. I feel like the the base game was very, hey, here's the story we want to tell. And now we've got DLC because we, you know, we have so many fans. and We want to, like, thank them. So here is a huge, like, new, new biome, new. Bug snacks and new things to do to keep you playing bug snacks until whenever we get bug snacks too. (laughs)
0: yeah it uh it's a really smart addition i think uh especially for young horses which is a pretty small studio they recently also Mm -hmm. mentioned you know they were moving to a four-day work week which is awesome to see to you know prioritize the health of their uh development team uh and it's awesome that they've been able to put this together since bug snacks uh you know at least its theme song took the world by storm before the ps5 launch and and then a lot of us ended up really loving it uh at launch and after uh this uh edition will for those who have beaten the game like myself uh you'll be able to basically just load your end game save and it will put you right back before the sort of like end game point of no return uh in the story so you'll be able to still enjoy everything in the big snacks uh edition which i think is really cool (laughs)
3: um
0: moving on from there i do there's a couple games i do specifically want to hit but uh, i kind of think i'll just throw to all three of you to, to start with uh mark what was your highlight of the show or i guess one of the announcements you were most excited by
1: uh the highlight of the show is and this is something I I doubt we'll have B roll for, but uh if you look, uh I was in Deathverse. Oh, no. I'm the big the big guy. I'm I'm in that game, so I'm glad Congratulations. I'm finally, I, I finally well get to reveal done, that. Mac. Uh yeah, it's something I've been keeping secret. Nobody knows. Um I didn't even know. But I, I'm happy. That they put me in the game. No, I would say I would say my favorite thing from the from the showcase was uh that Death's Door is coming to PlayStation. I uh Death's Door was like such a big like surprise hit this year and uh it's it's only been on Xbox and uh PC uh which are great ways to play it but now PlayStation and Nintendo people get to play it because it's coming out in November for both consoles. Uh, so i hit my thing so hopefully you guys can still hear me but uh yes i uh i'm very excited to play this game because uh i didn't play it a whole lot because i was like i feel like this is eventually going to be like a really fun game to play on switch or playstation and i got both of my wishes in one state of play so you know (laughs) i've changed my mind this is the best state of play ever because Death door is awesome
0: what a turnaround from the just a few minutes <laughs> yeah. ago for you. I, uh, um, I convinced myself. <laughs> perfect. Uh, no, yeah, I was a huge. I played maybe the first like hour or two of Death Store, and I had that same just like. You know, I might want to get the Platinum Trophy for this if it ever comes to PlayStation, so I'll hold mm-hmm. off. And luckily, we're, we're, that day has come. Uh, as you mentioned, it's coming to both platforms on November 23rd. Uh, there's a PlayStation blog post up where they talk about, one, a Platinum Trophy, uh, 60 frames per second it'll be running at, uh, and that they'll be using the haptics of the uh, DualSense uh, as well as you know some of the audio expectations we have from PS5. So that should be really cool to see. Jada or Lucy, I don't know uh, if either of you have any major death Door impressions to give or excitement, but... Uh,
3: um oh. I'm ready to I'm lucky. I'm excited to give it a shot. I never got around to picking it up just because I was playing so much other stuff when it dropped on Xbox and PC. Um so maybe November will be the time for me. There's not a whole lot of else dropping in the Q4 for uh you know, PlayStation and such. So I'm excited for this one.
2: Yeah, like all of all of my uh very close friends who I trust You know their gaming opinion uh on 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 such matters like say that this is fantastic it was basically their game of the year until you know whatever metroid dread came along or whatever (laughs) and knocked it off that top spot but um yeah i I, i'm really excited to play this it's going to be a day one for me for sure
0: yeah, really, really excited to see it come. And uh, as as many have said online, uh, including, I think, uh, friends of the show, Paris Lily and Vera Courtney, you should definitely play Death Store when it shows up, if the four of us wasn't convincing enough. Uh, Jada, I will throw to you next, what were you most excited by in the state of play?
3: I'm a big RPG person, so I guess I'd have to go with Star Ocean for, you know, with the lack of any other... Uh, big ones, but uh, I definitely really enjoyed what I got to see for Star Ocean. I, you know, we were chatting during the show, and I was like, "This is Star Ocean." Before they anything came up, I was like, "This is Star Ocean." I already know it. I recognize the kind of the style, the very sci-fi look, the uh, the costumes for the characters. They're very, they have a very distinct style when it comes to Star Ocean. It's got, and it's very hard to. Um, not recognize it for somebody who's like me who's played it for who's played pretty much every rendition of it minus the mobile games um the last one was integrity and faithlessness which was you know about as good as the you know the the name was short um but it was uh it wasn't terrible i i enjoyed it i played it i got some good game time out of it streamed a little bit of it um so hopefully they uh you know capitalize off of some of the newer trends in rpgs and just kind of put their own star ocean spin on it it looks like it's a much better open and explorable open world which looks cool um but yeah i am just you know I, I gotta see more before i can be a, a properly excited for this one but for this sure. would be the number one for the show
0: yeah, this, this is a long-running JRPG series that I have shamefully uh, not jumped into. It was kind of at a point on the PS2 where I, I, I saw that Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts on a shelf, and obviously I chose uh, the Kingdom Hearts path and, and have been led down that way for the last 20 years. But maybe I'll give this one a, a try as well. Um, Lucy, what about for you? What uh, were you most excited by or enjoyed from the state of play?
2: I mean, it was slim pickings. Let's be honest (laughs) for me. Uh, none of these like really jazz me, uh, a hell of a lot. I, you know, I'm excited that people are stoked for security breach. I think that's going to be, you know, it's obviously really highly anticipated. I love five nights uh, at Freddy's I'm not like a dedicated fan, but I've played enough that, uh, this is an exciting one for me. Um, I, and as i mentioned earlier you know I, I i love absolutely love the look of of little devil inside i think that it looks like a really interesting world to spend time in it's obviously got that kind of british whimsy which i'm a sucker for to a point uh they seem to be treading <laughs> treading the type uh the tightrope really really well in this game um and it, it you know it, it does look gorgeous it's got its own sort of sense of self and in terms of its aesthetics and Uh, yeah, like, it's kind of one of those games at this point where I'm like, I think I've seen enough. Um, it's, it's given me enough of an idea that this is like a really beautiful kind of lived in world that, that we're going to be dropped into. Uh, I don't need to see anymore. So in terms of, in terms of highlights, those would be my two, uh, but you know, it it wasn't the Lucy show this data this play let's put it that way
0: yeah that's i th- i think fair to say i i did really enjoy this look at it it's uh we were talking a little bit before the show little devil inside was at that uh i think the first playstation 5 showcase last mm-hmm. year in uh, june 2020 and then basically um it, it, the developers went silent for for over a year and it's probably one of the games whenever there's a new playstation showcase i've had a lot of people ask where is it where is it and we saw this and i'm totally with you i think it looks really gorgeous uh i i love the tone of it i think it's delightful and whimsical and that wonderfully british way as you said but uh yeah it's a little bit of a bummer we didn't get any sort of release date or window or timing mm-hmm. at all uh, i've looked at the playstation blog post the game's official page on playstation just says the game is announced uh so <laughs> we are probably not close to unfortunately getting uh, little devil inside anytime soon but it was it was nice to see like an actual slice of what the game looks like and plays like versus the very more cinematic focus trailer that we got that first time. Around.
1: um yeah i i i think the combat kind of looks cool it looks a little heavy but like i think that's kind of like the thing is you look at him and he's got this big coat and he looks kind of bulky and uh i i don't know it 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 doesn't scream a Mark Medina game, but I've been wrong before. I will definitely uh, I'll definitely give it a shot. They look like Legos. So that's always like it's kind of throwing me off. It's like these really gorgeous backgrounds and then Lego characters. But they're they're cute in their own right. So, yeah, I'll definitely give it a go. It's
0: a it's a very cute look. And yeah, there's there seems to be this bit of. Uh, you know, 2D story based uh, sort of narrative focus, but also survival elements in there. It'll be really curious to see that one in action. Uh, But those were our highlights, uh, as we all said, of the PlayStation state of play. Uh, Unfortunately, a little bit of a quieter one, but uh, we'll we'll have some more uh, brief reactions and and community thoughts right after this. But we're going to take a quick break and be right back soon with more PlayStation news, because there actually was a lot else that happened this week. So we'll (laughs) talk about all that in just a bit. Hello, and welcome back, everyone, to our live podcast beyond following the most recent state of play. And uh, though we pretty much got, I think, all of our uh, thoughts out about the state of play uh, in the the first part of the show, uh, I do want to get some reactions. There was a lot of chatter uh, about the show as it was going on uh, around the blogosphere, as the kids say these days. Uh, And so, Mm -hmm. Jada, as our community lead here at IGN, I want to throw to you what uh, were some of the most talked about uh, aspects of the state of play?
3: For sure. Blogosphere is the scientific term, so thank you for using it. Um, so, we'll start, I'm just going to go straight from the top to a couple of them that I've pulled. Uh, so, Nessie at Swan Kisses, Bug Snacks DLC. This is the best thing to ever happen. Um,
1: the best thing to ever The best happen.
3: thing right. to wow. ever happen. Okay. Nothing. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe
2: it. I mean, PlayStation can be stoked
3: that they reached that one person. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I mean, saw a few other chats. The, uh, apparently, the Bug Snacks Discord is going crazy. So, uh, sure. there's a, you know. Everybody in the Bugstacks Discord, shout out to you. Um, let's see. Uh, Barrett Courtney at Sad Boy Barrett. Uh, okay. you guys, somebody you guys don't know at all. No. Um, this state of play hit the exact level I was expecting. It could have been an email. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got to take the good with the it bad, as we could say. Have could have, oh could have been a blog
1: post. Very strong blog post. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: let's see. Uh, here we go. Uh, ambi at ambigitty giddy Hopefully saying that right. <laughs> OMG, this is all in caps. OMG, that FNAF trailer, Five Nights at Freddy's, was amazing. Everything was so good, and Vanessa's model looks so flarking good. They are feeding us so well. Um, very Huge excitement. This is something I see whenever I'm in the comments for our, any of our live streams. Our fans are just chomping at the bit for some good old uh, Five Nights at Freddy's news. They've been you know, it's been a long time since we got the the last release. Uh, but, you know, looks like they're going to be eating well soon. So, to, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, that's one that's popped
0: up in a few uh, state of plays. And it it's always very exciting, it seems, for the audience. And then there it kind of goes dark for a long time and everyone's like, what happened to it? So now we have a release date for December. Uh, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully people will enjoy it when it's out.
3: And let's see uh, any other major y- wrap ups. <laughs> let's see. Major wrap ups. We see. Here we go. Uh, Kevin Kenson, at Kevin Kenson. Little Devil Inside looks neat. Overall, this show was one of the weaker ones for me, but interested to see how the new Star Ocean pans out. Hashtag stay to play.
0: Yeah, that's that's one that I am very curious to see. It feels like one of the larger sort of like franchise announcements, but as as we were sort of saying at the top of the show, with so many other like third-party questions hanging, it's very curious that we didn't see any of those other major marquee series from Capcom or, or Square or any of those uh, show up in this, so I'm, I'm glad some of these announcements were were exciting uh, for those watching. But uh, yeah. I don't
1: I don't want to read any tweets verbatim, but my entire Twitter timeline is all about uh, Bug Snacks, so it, it tells me that I'm following the right people. Yes, hundred
3: percent.
0: Very much so. That seems uh, absolutely correct to me. But, it's me uh, and all
3: 200 of my alts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's all 200 new bug snacks. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, definitely not, I think, uh, a good indicator of what the next couple of weeks or even months of PlayStation will be like. But that should hopefully give you uh, some idea of the games to come uh, early. It seems 2022 was really the big focus here. Uh, but for those who are hoping from a little bit more from the state of play, uh, including uh, it's worth mentioning, and I will be keeping an eye on the PlayStation blog as we go. On, We still don't know the PlayStation Plus games for November at this moment. Uh, One of the games revealed in the show, First Class Trouble is going to be a PlayStation Plus game. But other than that, we're still waiting for the full lineup. If that comes, we'll breaking rush into the middle of this discussion and and let you all know what that was. But luckily, uh, there was some other big PlayStation news that I did want to cover uh, on this week's show because we now have the chance to. Uh, And I think the first thing I'll start with was... uh, I think people have been waiting a long time for uh, ever since Returnal came out a little earlier this year, and it's that you can finally pause your Returnal runs. Uh Yeah earlier this week uh the, thank god right yeah uh we'll, we'll get into why this is so exciting in just a sec but to recap it for those who missed it uh returnal 2.0 is is a new free update for the game uh and it added both a photo mode finally which is great cuz this is a very pretty game especially when you got all the par- particle effects going like crazy uh and then also a suspend cycle uh option which is you know the cycles are are their name in universe for the runs that you go through a Celine uh in, in this you know sort of roguelike game and and you can now actually pause and save your progress within a cycle uh, it's a one-time save thing so as soon as you come back from that save it you know erases that save state you're not able to like re pick it up again but uh, this was a huge thing uh, and I think one of the primary things uh, you know for even people who really really love this game myself included one of the biggest problems was that returnal runs themselves could go north of two hours mm-hmm. and so unless you like block out an evening to play more than a runner returnal you either had to leave your playstation 5 on and hope there wasn't an automatic update that lost you your progress or uh you know just pick those runs up back up after or have to restart so it's been a thing a lot of people are asking for in house mark uh you know figured out i think a a solution that works without breaking the pace of this game uh mark i'll turn to you first just because you were on our returnal review impressions episode Mm -hmm. how excited were you about this news
1: yeah incredibly yeah the thing returnal was this weird like it was this moment that everybody seemed to have at the same time right we all got returnal we all started playing it and then uh and then yeah i got you know halfway through a, a run which you know like you said can be hours right and so i'd play for like an hour and i i turned my playstation off and there was a big update coming out around that time that I, I don't remember exactly what it was back in april uh and uh i was like oh my playstation updated and then i you know i booted up returnal and because i'd left it paused overnight i put it into sleep mode and uh i was like no like no like it took me to the the title screen and i'm like oh my gosh and i um i like logged into slack for the day and uh somebody else on my team was like yo the update turned returnal off and I, and I lost my run and I'm like, this is like a thing. This is like, it's going to keep happening to people. And so, yeah, then they started putting out all these warnings where it's like, Hey, just so you know, like halfway through a run, if something happens and and you lose power or whatever, like you're going to lose that progress. And it, the reason it's more devastating and returnal than other roguelikes is returnal is you don't get a lot per run unless you make it to a certain like point. Right. So you can play for an hour and gain nothing. It's not like Hades where it's like, Oh, I got some coins. I got some, whatever. And those will carry over there's a good chance you're going to play for an hour and get nothing if you lose your run um and then also just yeah just because of the incredible length that the runs are somebody put out an analogy that is like imagine dark souls but the bonfires are way farther apart and so you'd have to pause halfway through and then losing that progress and having to get teleported back to your previous bonfire it's it's devastating so i'm very excited for this (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's a it's a, a welcome change of pace, and I was loving my time with Returnal, but I hit a certain point where I lost a couple runs, you know, a, a week in a row, and was just like, okay, I need a break. I can't uh, keep dealing with the heartache, which was a bummer because it's genuinely one of my favorite games of the year. I think it's phenomenal and mm-hmm. such a, a great showing from from House Mark Lucy. You were you were definitely hinting at some excitement. How did you feel about this?
2: This. News oh yeah, out? no, I mean, I, Mark sort of summed it up. You sort of summed it up, but I do want to say, like, I do think that Returnal is one of those weird games because it suits itself to just sitting down for a couple of hours and playing a couple of hours right and then Mm -hmm. like going off and doing something else like in in terms of the way that it's built it suits that kind of short burst kind of gameplay and so it never made any sense to me that this wasn't implemented in the first place because that is how most people are going to play this game Um, so for me this is just an absolute winning addition to an already great game um, that just makes it even better and is kind of a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, it's, it's something that I think if you took a break from, from Returnal, this is the best time since it launched to, to come back to it, and I certainly uh, will be doing that a lot this week. It, it's really exciting to see, especially because I wanted to go for the Platinum, Uh, But yeah, couldn't couldn't handle the losses too much. Jada, did you play much uh, Returnal? Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. I've got like probably 70 hours or so in Returnal. Um, I cleared it on my third run. Flex, flex. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, it was it was a really rough uh, third run, but it was I finished it just barely. (laughs) Um, And I will share the receipts. Um, But anyways, uh, yeah, no, I love Returnal. I'm still missing probably about eight glyphs or so from uh, for the platinum trophy that's all i'm missing for that one um but i'm super excited as soon as they announced this that we're getting be able to pause in the uh, mid cycle now um you know the funny thing is i was i could have swore that there was a lot of dialogue when it came out it's like you can't do this to this game it would ruin the game it ruins the difficulty and you know that they're adding this official update like it proves it doesn't really do that like it just gives you a chance to go have a slice of pizza or take a nap or you know it just gives you a you know some breathing room um and you know will it take away from some of the intensity you know time will tell um but either way i think this only makes the game better
1: yeah yeah i just th- go ahead mark i was just gonna say i've seen a little bit of discourse where it's like oh they're essentially adding an easy mode right like that's the whole dark souls argument it's like don't add an easy mode just get good it's like it's not the case with returnal we're not talking about being sad about losing a run because we died we're talking about literally not having time to get through a run and either having to just end the cycle or you know or go to bed. Right. uh, So we're talking about different things here. We're not, we're not talking about making the game easier. We're talking about being able to sleep at night.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's, it's also a thing of like people, Often, you know, especially in family situations, aren't the only ones using their consoles. So it's possible Mm -hmm. you might have a sibling or a child who wants to also play a game after you've paused a run. And, you know, six hours later, you can't you're like, sorry, kid, I need to go kill all of these aliens before I can let you do that. Or people want to, you know, watch a movie on it. And then someone accidentally closes the app and all these things like it's just an ease of life situation. I don't think it will really impact the difficulty of returnal right.
1: this is the game where everybody was like hey that xbox quick resumes looking pretty good now isn't it i'm like damn right, it's looking good i mean <laughs> they, were, they were absolutely correct that's yeah. the truth
0: Yep. Yeah, that is, I think, the the one feature that uh, Returnal was kind of made for, uh, and it's, just, it's yeah. just a shame it didn't exist at that time. But yeah, it's really awesome, and, and hats off to Uh, You know, one of the more recent PlayStation acquisitions, uh, a relatively small team who, uh, I, I think they had mentioned it at the time of the acquisition, after Returnal, which is their biggest game by far to date, Mm -hmm. uh, took a much-deserved vacation afterwards and and rested for a little bit. Uh, Came back, and this was their first priority, it seems. So it's, it's really cool that they were able to get this out within the same year, and it's a really great excuse to go back to Returnal or pick it up if you haven't already. Um looking ahead, though, to another PlayStation exclusive, uh, we got a lot of information about uh, Horizon Forbidden West and Aloy's Mm -hmm. uh, new abilities uh, in in Horizon Forbidden West, which, of course, currently scheduled for February 2022. Uh, We're just a few months away now, uh, less than four, I guess, four or five. Uh, And so we got a little more information about uh, Aloy's abilities to traverse around the environment, uh, get around how she'll be interacting with things, some of the new tools, um, some of the the abilities and things that have changed or stayed the same and, and how that's all evolved in forbidden west uh there was one bit and and forgive me i'm blanking lucy was it you who pointed out in the blog post that went into all of this was it the vague allusion to being able to ride more machines this time around
2: <laughs> yeah correct there was just a um a single sentence even more machine types can be used as mounts uh there wasn't a huge amount of detail other than that Uh, There was no detail other than that. But, like, of course, that is what we've kind of clamored for ever since the original Horizon Mm -hmm. Zero Dawn is the ability to... And, again, this is just me wishing and projecting. This isn't that, you know, Gorilla hasn't said that this is happening, but hopping on a flying machine is what I want in this game. And, honestly, they in in this blog post, and certainly from what we've seen of, of Forbidden West so far, they're spending a lot of time focusing on like vertical traversal, uh, mm. on, on sort of air traversal. Um, and uh, cause there's the, forgive me, cause I've completely forgotten the name of it, but there's that glider that she has, mm-hmm. which of course, is you leap off and you glide down and the whole idea is that you see so much of the landscape and it's so beautiful and it's gorilla. So, you know, it's, you know, extra beautiful. And so it just makes sense to me that they're going to allow you to, pop-on flying machines it just that 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 to me is such a no-brainer if they don't do it i'll be very surprised and very pissed off um (laughs) but honestly like you know that's that's what i'm hoping for and everything that they've detailed in this blog post in terms of traversal is really exciting and it's exactly what we wanted from from the original which was again an open world game but had its uh had some odd limitations, especially mm-hmm. when it came to climbing, et cetera, which they seem to have really focused on this time around.
1: Yeah
0: yeah that definitely seems to be a, a priority for, for things in the sequel and obviously uh, for those who are watching the video version we're, we're looking at the gameplay from the state of play that was earlier this year that teased I think a little bit of these additions and, and for those who missed it we we spoke to the devs after that uh, on IGN and, and they helped elucidate a little bit about the idea that you know some of the footholds and, and using Aloy's focus to spot places to climb to is not indicative that there are only a couple spots in the world it is just helping you see things in low light like they I really do mm-hmm. want as much of the world to be climbable as possible and and so mark i guess you know mm-hmm. either from this blog post or in general from what we've seen on horizon what what are you most excited about digging into when it comes to the exploration here
1: it's so funny i never i didn't expect to wake up that morning and get to see uh (laughs) 23 seconds of gameplay and be so excited and like watch it over and over uh i really can't believe like how good this game looks and how smooth it looks like you always have to like take yourself out of it and be like okay how like dressed up is this set piece like is the game going to play like this It it looks very like parkour-ish right and i'm like I don't know. I feel like this game's going to nail it. I, I, I'm hoping everything we see is real. Right. And that it's not, you know, devs have this way of making things look amazing. And then you try to do them in practice. you know, it reminds me of the, like the tree running in Assassin's Creed three, like it never quite worked as well as like, they made it look in trailers. Um, And so I, I think they're going to nail it. I, I also agree. I really hope we get to fly in this game because uh, I feel like it was a possible limitation of Horizon Zero Dawn. You know, when you fly, you go up into the air, you're supposed to be able to see the entire world, right? You're in the air and it's like, but could a PS4 handle that? Now, this game is still on PS4, so it makes me think of this weird thing where it's like, flying mounts are only on PS5 because it's the only way they can work. <laughs> I, I don't think they'll do something like that, but it it gives me hope that they've figured out a way to make it where it's like, yes, you can fly, and we figured out a way to make it where you can see more of the world once you're up in the air because I, I feel like that's a big technical challenge versus just like... We don't want you guys to fly because we don't want you to. It's like we don't want you to fly because we can't let you see that much of the world at once. It's too Exactly. Much. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Also, I just want to say someone in chat just said I need to grow up because uh, because I said I'd be angry if they didn't include uh, you know traversal on flying mounts. The thing is I I look, you are I will up. not I will not be angry. I will not say anything to the devs. I will just sit at home, shut the doors, and cry for like two days.
0: (laughs) There are healthy ways. No hate towards the devs. Exactly, yes. Yeah, If, if the game is not exactly what you want, you have no permission whatsoever to complain to the devs. But unfortunately, probably the most healthy thing to do right now is, as Lucy said, and bottle up your emotions. Um, yeah, we're,
1: we're allowed so, to yeah. want things. <laughs> yeah, you're
3: allowed to want things. It's, exactly. been, you know, demanding or, you know, getting angry at somebody because you didn't get exactly what you want. It's not your game. It is the developers. It is the creative uh, directors. It's everybody who works on the game's game. It's not ours. We are just lucky enough to be able to enjoy um, all of their hard work and what they put into it. So you know, I'm I'm happy and thankful for whatever I get. If I get to fly on some of the flying um, mechs, or if I get to ride, you know, tie two snap together and ride them together, like that's that's all bonus for me. I'm super. I'm hoping that works. That's Man, that's what I'm I'm waiting for.
0: You had mentioned the snap mob before the show, and now I'm just seeing mm-hmm. it as kind of like a wind waker esque sailing. Uh, yeah, the game, and I'm all for that. That's right, wonderful to me. Um, but yeah, just to to bring it back to like sort of the expansion of things and and, you know obviously our hopes for it but concrete details Uh, going back to that climbable thing it it won't be I think a a breath of the wild situation uh, where every single area will be climbable but uh, in the blog post they mentioned that uh, terrain will be climbable in a way that was not previously possible Uh, we'll make sure large sections are climbable where it makes sense visually and narratively uh, and rocky surfaces in these areas will be freely climbable though so you won't need to worry about finding the right handhold for where you need to go this is not going to be a case of like oh the nora tribe very specifically laid out this path that you'll be able to parkour through it'll be a little bit more freeing a little bit more open and that kind of seems like the the thesis or at least like the the goal for this game at large and so there's
1: there's this weird breath of the wild comparison i it's it's going to be more like assassin's creed like yeah there's not gonna be a stamina bar there's they just they put ledges on everything and they're making it where you can climb stuff (laughs)
0: yeah it'll it that comparison unfortunately hangs around since the the days
1: right exactly i
0: agree yeah the assassin's creed sort of connection is is a lot more apropos for i think sort of what to expect from the free climbing here uh especially because we're we're going to be going through a a city it's just going to be dilapidated and not like the one Mm -hmm. that we travel through every day
1: i'm Um, pretty sure it's pretty (laughs) have you seen san francisco lately (laughs) it's it's about the same yeah
3: there's Uh, buildings sinking
1: yeah <laughs>
0: Get, give it one more like big rainfall like we had this past yeah. weekend and yeah it'll be close
1: one more gust of wind and san francisco's done <laughs> uh
0: there was plenty more information from that blog post uh so i definitely recommend you go read it in full or check out all of our coverage of it on ign uh, as there was a lot to see and i am i'm so excited that we're this close to that game it's kind of wild uh that we're only yeah. you know a few months away at this point from a new horizon uh but in terms of what we are playing and what you know actual games are out this week we'll have Plenty to talk about uh, right after this break, so don't go anywhere. Stay tuned, we'll be talking way more about uh, some games we've been playing and more right after this. Hello and welcome back to our live PlayStation podcast beyond IGN's weekly PlayStation show where we're digging into all of the news of the PlayStation world, including the state of play. We talked about that at the top of the show. We talked about some of the other big PlayStation news of the week. I am still waiting to find out what the PlayStation Plus games are going to be for November. Uh, I have not seen that blog post. It will probably publish about 30 seconds after the show ends. But before we get to the end of the show, uh, we do have some more to talk about. So I'm joined, as always, continuing to be joined by Mark, Jada and Lucy. Thank you all for being here being with me for this live episode of beyond and we are going to dig in and appreciate it thank you uh we're gonna dive in a little bit to what we've been playing and i think it's of course worth saying at the top of all this uh the big game out This week, I think it is, yes, this week is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is the latest Square Enix published Marvel game. Uh, It comes from Eidos Montreal, the Deus Ex devs, uh, the recent Deus Ex sort of, uh, I don't know if it was a duology or a trilogy, but there were a few games uh, that brought that uh, franchise back to life. And this is a single player Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy game uh, you know the the way they've been presenting it it was only revealed a few months back at E3 during Square Enix's press conference uh, though it's been long rumored to be in development uh, this is a single player narrative campaign focused game there are no sort of microtransactions in it there's uh, no sort of multiplayer that uh, you know is there uh, it is a game where you play a Star Lord and you call on the other Guardians in in need for both puzzle solving and combat and whatnot uh, we've all been playing Playing it to various degrees on the show, of course. I'd recommend uh, if you haven't already, uh, if you're not playing yet, go check out Tom Marks' review on IGN or on YouTube for the video version uh, to get his full thoughts on it. But uh, we've all been playing Guardians quite a bit, uh, and and Lucy, I'll I'll start with you. What are what are your thoughts and feelings on on Guardians so far?
2: Yeah, I mean, this is this is a kind of game that I will play probably only once uh, because it is it is very much a light of tone. Uh, as you said, single player linear adventure, um, and and but it's a really good one. It's like it's it's written really well. Uh, the performances are really good. Uh, the characters, as a team, are really well illustrated. I mean, this is a team that I want to spend time with, and as I've been playing. They've slowly kind of, which is unfair to the MCU uh, characters, but they've slowly kind of be- becoming the canon guardians for me. Um, I mean, I, I say it's unfair because obviously they're loosely based on on the the movie versions. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's great. I, the, the combat isn't anything to write home about. It's very sort of simplistic. It's very kind of... Uh, as a whole, it's it's quite a simple game. But it's a game that is just it's such a like I hate I hate using this word, but I'm going to. It's just like such like a rollicking old school adventure. Uh and I'm it's made me laugh out loud a couple of times. Like honestly, it's made me laugh out loud. Like when was the last time a game has made you laugh out loud intentionally? You know what I mean? Like sometimes like if you if you screw up or do something stupid, uh you know, that's funny if someone else does something stupid. But this is a game that is ma- making me laugh through its writing, which is really hard to do, uh, and I I think it's marvelous. I'm so surprised that it was so kind of muted uh, in terms of of the lead up to this game. I, I mean, I know that there was some sort of messaging around it. We we saw some footage and that sort of thing, but it, it feels like it sort of came out of nowhere and then it was just in the wild. And I'm I'm surprised it's as good as it is for that reason. I was like, oh god, you know, before it arrived, I was like it's probably going to be terrible and that's why we haven't heard much about it like the the fanfare has been so muted it must be like awful but it's not it's really really good um so yeah that's that's kind of my broad takeaway i'm I'm having a blast with it and i hope more people realize that it's good and 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 play it
0: yeah Yeah. it it's absolutely something that i think that truncated schedule of, of pre-release I like but it did definitely make me worried and I wonder how much of it was a reaction to you know the fallout of, of Avengers and, and that game's post launch mm-hmm. life and the, the troubles that it's ensued because this is very much a completely different structure of a game and it, it, there's definitely a lot in common in terms of you know third person action behind the back uh, controlling the powers of a superhero team that you know of but it's it's very differently uh, directed and, and the focus of it is, is is much different and yeah'm I'm, I'm glad about that um
1: it, it reminds me so much of uncharted like it's like it, it's giving me those old school uncharted vibes where it's like let's go through this like very linear you know the 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 fights are kind of like set right it's like you're mm-hmm. you're doing puzzles and fun conversations are happening and then it's like you fall into this like arena and you're like oh this is where a fight's going to be and then you are graded on that specific fight and and i I wasn't exactly sure how the fights would go. But, like, the fact that you're getting this, like, grading on the fight kind of, you know, it, it, it took away any illusions that this was anything but just a linear, you know, get through it. Every fight is exactly how the developer kind of wants it to be as far as, like, where they happen. You know, they're not just peppering enemies at you. Um, but I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that it, it, kinda, it works for this just like it does for an Uncharted game. You can't have um you can't you can't have great dialogue moments and funny things happening if there's this constant weird peppering of enemies so i i love that you have all this time for them to shine and just to echo what lucy lucy said it's like is i feel the exact same way i'm very i was very surprised at this game i'm surprised i like it as much as i do because i remember watching the reveal and it was like this roller coaster i was like oh guardians of the galaxy and then they showed some combat and i'm like oh no this looks like avengers that's not great and then it's like they had some dialogue choices and i'm like okay never mind this actually looks like it could be cool and then they ended it with showing all the costumes you can get and i was just like no do i have to like change my cell phone plan so star lord can have a pink outfit like no but it was it was one of those great things where uh people in the office ended up you know had it and i i hadn't played it yet and it was just one of those it's so funny with a game like this it's like everybody's waiting to be the first person to be on slack and be like yo this game's actually pretty good and it was it was jesse gomez from our uk team he he had it before anybody and he's like guys it's it's all right it's actually really good. And I was like, OK, and it's also gorgeous. It's a really gorgeous game.
0: Yeah, it's it's very pretty. And they've leaned into the like, uh, you know, space. We're making up a bunch of alien places and, and mm-hmm. all of it's made up. So let's just get beautiful with it and let's get colorful and let's get vibrant. And uh, there's nothing really, you know, obviously you get the the space age metal of things. Mm-hmm. But other than that, as you're seeing maybe from the gameplay, if you're watching uh, the video version or just if you've seen a trailer, there's a lot of very pretty colorful uh crazy stuff in here and it's it's a lot of fun to just experience as much as actually play it's it's really cool in that way jada i know you're pretty far into it correct
3: yeah i just hit chapter 14 this morning so i'm about i'm in the the tail end of the story um lots of really good stuff i I feel like everybody's going to enjoy it as you get even more once you get further into it and you start getting these different abilities for Star Lord and the rest of your team. There's some really cool just moments where you can like group everybody together with Rocket and then knock everybody up in the air with Groot. Um, Meanwhile, Drax is like dropping on top of them and slashing them and Gamora slashing them all at the same time. Um, Just really cool combos you can do. The soundtrack is amazing. Um, I really love the uh, the huddle up feature, which is kind of like an ultimate ability that you build up as you use um, your teamwork abilities. And basically, everybody comes together. You have to pick the correct dialogue option to, to, you know, rally the team um, everybody gets healed they get powered up it re- gives you a massive like uh, boost to your cooldowns for abilities you can start just spamming abilities um because your allies don't do a whole lot of damage unless they're really you're telling them to do um abilities like they'll do stuff but don't count on them to you know get that last hit on the boss they'll sit there and just be drax will just be there punching the boss <laughs> until you
1: uh till you come over and shoot it with star lord um it reminds but, uh, me so much just real quick of Final Fantasy uh-huh. 15 like I love that game and yep. that game thrives so much on Noctis not just fighting but telling you know, commanding your party you know because it's, it's Final Fantasy it's supposed to be about like turn based and like having all of your characters and in that game you only play as Noctis but it's like you the, the power of the combat comes from you know instructing your party members to all work together and that, mm-hmm. that's the vibes I get from this
3: Yeah, and uh, one of the other things uh, you said, you know, you kind of compared it to Uncharted. For me, it's kind of more of a Mm -hmm. Devil May Cry, um, just because that Mm -hmm. style gauge is, you know, very inherent to Devil May Cry players. Um, I think Devil May Cry has more enemy encounters than Guardians does, and it definitely doesn't focus on the story nearly as much as Guardians, um, besides the very specific beats. Um, But you know guardians does a really good job and to lucy's credit earlier she's saying about like the humor the writing is done so well um and it's just you know you expect drax to be very you know literal and just over the top kind of deadpan humor um and they did a good job of nailing it like they like there's been a couple of moments that have fallen flat and i was just like okay but there's been other ones i'm just like yeah, I this is this is great, and I just I've had a smile on my face the entire time I've played it, and it's just like one of those pure joy games. I don't think it's going to be like the game of the year contender as some of the other games that have released this year, but it's definitely one of those ones that just put a smile on my face for the last like I don't know twelve hours or so.
2: Yeah, and as chat oh, is ahead, is is just to what you mentioned, Jada, as chat is mentioning, yes, I am quite old. I was a child of the eighties. <laughs> Oh,
3: the music's and, amazing.
2: And the music in this game, as as a child of the 80s who grew up, I was a kid in the 90s, uh, the music in this game speaks to my soul. Why is that was...
1: so obsessed with Lucy's
2: that <laughs> was so Not the angle <laughs> The 60-year-old in the black t-shirt,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh But no, I mean, like, to the point of the music, it's, uh, and Jada, you were mentioning it as well, there's uh, a cool thing that's done here, obviously, with the licensed tracks, there's, like, dozens in the game, and as you mentioned, the huddle up, uh, it, when you activate that, it'll randomly pull in a song, and so sometimes you get really weird uh, classic 80s tunes popping in and then sometimes you get like Aha's take on me and it kind of really mm-hmm. jives with the moment um, but also there's the fictional band because it, this is not a spoiler it's been in the trailers it's been in a lot of interviews but I guess if you've if you got a media blackout turn away for 30 seconds uh, Star-Lord he gets his name from the fictional band Star-Lord mm-hmm. uh, which is that name I have this this like trucker hat Star-Lord uh, and that's the band name and they recorded uh, like a full album uh, for the game the fictional band Starlord, that I believe is made up of some of the devs uh, is a actual like album of music you can listen to in the game and i think jada you were saying uh we were doing a twitter spaces about this game yesterday and like you just sat there listening to the album
3: (laughs) yeah the whole my probably my first hour of my playthrough i literally just sat on star lord's bed star lord's bed with the cassette player on and just went through the entire track list if you look you can grab the uh like the, the the booklet for the cassette players that they used to come with and has all the lyrics for all the songs and everything listed uh, my favorite from there is solar ashes um not to be confused with the annapurna game coming out but uh <laughs> definitely uh you know equal levels of hype um but yeah the the tracks are amazing they're done really well um major kudos to the the irl band that did it i know a couple of the tracks are up on spotify so you can check out two of them um right now um but yeah i literally sometimes i just have star lord when i'm on the um on the ship just staring out the window and just have the soundtrack playing in the background while i'm doing other stuff in the house Um, and it's just great
0: it's yeah it's great and and to your other point lucy of like the 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 way these characters are written and it being it is laugh out loud funny like pretty consistently you know there's no comedy these days, I would say, ever hits 100% uh, of, of the jokes they throw out, but a lot of stuff really hits here. And I think uh, a thing that obviously this game has that the movies don't is time, and it lets you spend time with all five of these guardians if you want to. There's like a ton of optional dialogue you can just skip over if you want, but I, mm-hmm. I recommend going through it because you get really, really great encounters with Drax and Groot and Rocket and Gamora, and it's it's stuff that you know a movie would have 30 seconds to attend to, but this lets you do a full scene with them and then that informs you know a dialogue choice you might make later and that dialogue won't fundamentally change the way the game ends but it lets you kind of get to know the guardians in a different way
1: um my my biggest takeaway from this is like you know avengers was a game that is not incredibly well received and it's like that game had you know crazy budget and the voice you know some of the best voice talent in the entire industry uh, and, you know, but at the end of the day, it was like this kind of shoehorned multiplayer microtransaction kind of game. And it's like it kind of shows that it's like gu- the Guardians. Th- this game has no right to be as so much better than Avengers. And yet it is. And it kind of just proves that single player games with that are written well and play well, like we that's what we want we want more of those we don't oh, want God. our avengers game to be destiny <laughs>
2: mark do you remember when they announced the voice cast for avengers and it was like this big like yeah,
3: big, whole like, video. They you
2: know? eventized it kind of thing oh looking yep. back i completely forgotten about that and you're so right because the voice talent in this game is so good and i actually uh, uh googled the cast and you know, a few of these people I'd never heard of. And I'm so impressed with with what they've done in this game. I also just want to say, as we're wrapping up our thoughts on Guardians, best (laughs) depiction, most honest depiction of a teenager in any Mm. game ever. Like I was so surprised that that was like when the camera, I I don't want to spoil, okay, I won't spoil it. But I just want to say (laughs) most honest depiction of a teenager ever in a video game
0: it's really yeah no it's really good and it also doesn't like it it's not a cynical depiction in any way it's just like it shows both the kind of like the a teenager who who's a little bit trying to be cool at their age but Mm -hmm. also does have a decent relationship with their parent but yeah like all these things it's it's really good i i'm totally there with you
1: Um, i'm not very far but the two i think i've seen two of these like flashback scenes with the mom and like those have been some of my favorite parts of the game so far
0: yeah, yeah, me too. It's, so. it's, it's Just all wait really till well you done. get further. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. There is there's a lot more to experience. So I hope anyone who hasn't picked up Guardians... I'm covering
1: yet, my ears with my headphones on. <laughs> so I hope you <laughs> know how the game ends.
0: Uh, no, I hope anyone out there who hasn't picked up Guardians definitely definitely gives it a try. It's, it's a lot of fun and a really nice surprise as we get toward the end of the year. Uh, we've got some more to talk about here on our Beyond Post show, but we'll be right back after this and we're back with more podcast beyond before we wrap up today i did want to talk about another announcement that uh sort of fell in between episodes but definitely want to touch on the show because we had addressed some pre-announcement hopes uh of course the gta trilogy was announced about a week back uh, officially bringing gta3 vice city and san andreas to modern consoles with a bit of a facelift i think some adjustments to the gameplay uh we got a little bit of details about it uh that trilogy is coming november 11th uh we had seen tons of leaks before all right, So it was all but confirmed <laughs> at this point to be coming. Uh, and now we, we finally are going to see it. Uh, we were talking a little bit uh, before the segment. My first GTA was GTA 4 because I uh, was not allowed to play GTA whatsoever uh, in my <laughs> full Catholic household uh, until I could convince my dad it, you know, GTA 4, it was in New York. It was, you know, I wanted to see the big city in a game. It was cool. Uh, <laughs> but I never played this trilogy of games. Mark, you've you've been going back to GTA 3, you were saying, before? Uh, G-
1: GTA 3, also in New York. Liberty is City. It? Okay. Uh, I
0: wish I had. Yes.
1: Heard. So, um... I'm so excited for the trilogy, man. <laughs> I, uh, they, I think this is how uh mass effect mass effect fans felt getting their definitive edition is like, like I grew up with these games, uh, especially GTA three and Vice city uh, man. I, I love these games so much. And so, yeah, you, what's funny about them is now that they're announced and we officially have this trailer and uh, a release date, which is two weeks away. Uh, they, went through and did that whole thing where they removed all old versions of the game uh, mm, off of like yeah. steam and stuff like that. Uh, like, you know, companies love doing that, but they're still on mobile and I have an iPad. So I synced up, I did the Bluetooth with the dual sense and, and downloaded GTA three. It's $5. You can get the whole trilogy for 15 bucks. And uh, not that it's a trilogy. It's not, but uh, um, <laughs> that dedication, it weirdly plays, Way better than I remember because this is the you know these are the PS2 controls on on the mobile version and uh, it weirdly plays better than I remember and it made me so incredibly excited for this because the whole deal other than the graphics is that they're looking to make it make them all play more like gta 5 because you know gta 3 does not play probably like anybody remembers you know the shoot button is circle and uh you know uh the drive button is x and like it's a very ps2 era controls man i am very excited uh for this though
0: yeah we we got this uh comparison trailer if you're watching the the video version showing uh some of the updates uh that they've done uh and you can definitely i think uh, as someone who didn't play these games I think the detail that's done when you see the environmental shots is really remarkable um, mm-hmm. there's you know obviously only so much you can do without completely from the ground up rebuilding some of these character models and so like you know you obviously have to take it for what it was at the time and, and the evolutions we've seen with facial animation and all that but like they, they've done a lot to the lighting and to the, the building structures and, and just you know even things like furniture uh, there's like a kitchen sequence where the tiles are now beautifully designed and like they've got actual design and life and color to them and it it really lends a lot to these environments that i i'm excited to explore them for the first time um lucy i know you were saying gta 4 was like your your big gta as well
2: it was yeah Yeah. i rented san andreas a couple of times back in the day but um gta 4 was definitely my intro so this is going to be my reintro to the earlier games and i'm really excited
1: yeah me as what well. I, I, oh, go ahead, Mark. I was just going to say, what I love about trilogies like these is they – you get to play a game – like, for for someone like me who has pretty vivid memories of GTA 3 before I downloaded it on a mobile, uh, you get to play the games how you remember them, right? Like, you remember – Uh, like oh i remember what uncharted looks like and then you boot it up on your ps3 and you're like whoa this does not look like how i remember uh but (laughs) then you play the remaster and you're like this is what i remember that's kind of how i'm expecting people to uh to to like it doesn't look updated but it's like we'll boot it up on a ps2 on a crt and tell me it doesn't look Mm -hmm. updated But
2: that's the thing it's like the the best remasters are like playing your memories of the game Mm -hmm. And, you know, Resident Evil has, has, Capcom has done that so well with Resident Evil. And, and, I mean, I have no real memories attached to this, but of course I played a ton of of GTA 4 and GTA 5. So the fact that these are going to play more like those games, it's Mm -hmm. very, very, very thrilling.
3: Yes. I think the shot that really did it for me in the trailer was the, the train scene when the, when you see the train kind of making that bend, I was like, okay, there's actually some really good texture updates that they're doing with the models and everything here. Um, three was probably where i put the most of the time most of my time in you know you had to like mark was saying to the controls uh we had to keep the shoulder buttons free for those cheat codes remember back in the right. day you know summoning <laughs> summoning them tanks you know that was a very important thing to be able to do summon a tank in the middle of a busy new york street um but yeah that one is San Andreas.
1: like r2 they're, r2 l1 r2 circles you know like those are codes <laughs> that have stuck with me forever
3: yeah those are built in it's you know they're all they were almost as memorable as the konami code you know so like and they made it that way purposefully I hope um, which is the work
0: i was gonna say I, I same hope they're, they're able to still work here but yeah jada i'm with you that that shot is really the one from the comparison trailer that did it for me of like oh they they've put in some work it is not just like we're, we're putting these up on modern consoles they they definitely gave this uh, a facelift uh that even if i don't have memories of them i feel like it's gonna just sort of hit that oh yeah this is what you know, I remember PS2 era games looking like, even if it looks much better Mm -hmm. than that. So it's really cool to see the work there. Uh, I'm glad we're getting it this November, especially because, and again, as I've said uh, some past weeks, I can't believe in the year 2021, I'm saying GTA 5 was delayed, but GTA 5 was delayed for the PS5 version to next year. Uh, So this should be a nice open world package to hold us over. Uh, But that, unfortunately, is going to wrap us up for this week's episode of Podcast Beyond. Uh, Mark, Jada, and Lucy, thank you so much for joining me uh, for this State of Play live reaction episode even if you know there wasn't as much to talk about from the state of play still had a wonderful time speaking to all of you Uh, you can find us all on twitter I'm at JM Dornbush. Mark is at Mark underscore Medina Jada is at Jada underscore Rena. and Lucy is at Luce O'Brien you can find us all there and of course all of our wonderful work on IGN so thank you all so much for joining me uh, to be on this episode thank you to everyone out there who was listening and watching and thank you to everyone who helped make the show happen Uh, we hope you're safe and we hope you're well
2: and as always beyond beyond Beyond.